Welcome to Table Stakes, presented by Xenial, where some of the most innovative and tech-savvy leaders in the enterprise restaurant scene discuss the technology they are using to solve the toughest issues they face. I'm host, Andy Grindstaff, restaurant enthusiast, technology optimist, and one of the product leads here at Xenial. And I'm Tama Looney, analytics fanatic, lifelong learner, diversity champion, and head of client success for Global Payments Ace Division. And today I'm joined by the lovely Sheila Bennett, who's the executive director of CORE, which stands for Children of Restaurant Employees, and it's a lovely nonprofit. Welcome, Sheila. Well, thanks, Tama. And thanks so much for inviting CORE to be represented on your podcast. This is exciting. My pleasure. All right, Sheila, to get us started, could you tell us a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do? Oh, sure. Well, I'm Sheila, as you have mentioned, and I am leading a national nonprofit based in Nashville, Tennessee called CORE. And it was founded back in 2004 by members of the beverage vertical in the restaurant industry. And they kept asking the question of, you know, people come to us to support causes every day, but who's doing something for people in our industry? So as they were meeting at the restaurant show over cocktails, they said, wow, you know, we should put together this nonprofit because we know many times kids of the servers or people that work in restaurants or bars are impacted the most whenever there's a medical crisis, an injury that would keep the mom or dad from work, the death of the employee, spouse or child, or loss of your home due to a natural disaster. And that's where the idea of CORE was founded. And then fast forward, in 2015, they hired their first full-time employee and they were all volunteer-led until then. And I came on board January 24th, 2020. And I come from the restaurant industry and I've worked pretty much in every vertical from being a server myself, bartender, hostess, you know, I've done zombie prep in the back to working in technology for the National Restaurant Association and many operations and food service distribution. So almost every vertical. So it's just heartwarming to be able to lead this organization today to stellar growth. Oh, that's so wonderful. What a wonderful and worthy cause. As you know, Xenial, we're also in the restaurant space, so we love hearing those that support those that we partner with. So thank you for what you do, Sheila. All right. So as a leader who really owns your career path, how do you inspire others within your organization to do the same? Well, it's beautiful that today I'm definitely in a purpose-filled role. And that's our Northern Star for every team member that you know we work with. And we've got, we're a small organization still. We have four full-time employees, a part-time employee, and two consultants that work with us. And basically every day at our team meetings or every week at our team meetings, we will, you know, talk about a family and bring a story to life. We get emails and quotes to families that say, wow, you gave my family hope and we just didn't know what we were going to do. You know, my daughter was diagnosed with leukemia and I'm a single mom and a server. And I was just devastated. A, I knew I was going to miss work shifts and we just didn't know how we were going to navigate through that process. So that really keeps us fueled and inspired. And so we owned those words, knowing that's what we're hearing from our grant families, knowing that we inspire and we serve up hope. So we've developed some campaigns around that too. So it's just staying true to our mission. I love that. That's wonderful. 
Well, one of the pillars that we talk about is diversity and inclusion. And I've seen over the years how diverse perspectives really inspire innovation. Can you tell me a little bit about what that word means for you and how you foster it with yourself and with your team? Oh, absolutely. Um, well, two, we like to look at the data of who we're helping. But not only do we like to look at the data, because it's always very important of what do you do with your data? Well, we benchmark. So back in June of 2020, and we started looking at the data of who we're helping. And we recognized that, for example, 16% of our applicants were primarily Spanish speaking. But we benchmarked that number against the U.S. population and the restaurant industry population. And then we put some strategies in place because we realized we had to do better. Because with the U.S. population, um, we were trending, you know, as far as the percentage of grantees we were helping. But as far as the restaurant industry workforce, we were lagging behind. So we reached out to our partners. We hired a Spanish-speaking consultant, and we made sure that our back-of-the-house poster was in Spanish and English. So, two, we want to make sure that anyone feels comfortable coming to CORE, that we're there to help you. But it also helped that Spanish-speaking population feel comfortable that we had somebody of Spanish origin who they could talk to, and it was a, a safe place. And then, two, 57% of our grantees are persons of color. So we're wanting to make sure, and then recently, we partnered with a group out of Hawaii because we learned that Cantonese was the number one immigrant language in the state of Hawaii. So some folks are helping us translate our back-of-the-house poster into other languages so employees in those communities will understand who CORE is and what we do and how we can help them. So right now, we have also the back-of-the-house poster translated to Vietnamese and Korean. Thanks, Sheila. You're, you're quite right in the fact that innovation can come in a lot of different forms. As a technology company, I think Xenial uh, is always innovating and we're always listening to new ways. Languages is definitely one of those as well. You talked a little bit earlier, uh, you know, before we started recording about some things that you did based on when you started. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. We assessed the organization and identified how many applications did we receive a week and what did that application system look like? Then I learned that the organization had a separate CRM system and they were manually having to take the application information, manually enter it into another system, which um, almost made me shudder because I knew that we could find something that would be much more efficient. And then two, the data was not easily available at our fingertips. So we researched systems around the industry on application systems. And we found one that was amazing. And we could also translate the application system in other languages. B, we would have data at our fingertips so we could automate some reporting. And I taught our corporate partnerships director and our programs director on the uh, advantage of building dashboards and worksheets. So now this one little simple dashboard that we started with has turned into this robust report system of probably 10 different tabs. So I can tell you how many grants we've awarded per state. What are the top brands that we have awarded grants to? B, I can then tell you more about the grantees themselves and some of the data around that. And we can also benchmark about how well we're doing, but it helps us make decisions as an organization. So it's much more seamless. Plus, the applicants can 
apply for a grant on their phone. They can take a photograph of required documentation, upload it in the system, and they can even go online and look at the portal and see the status of their grant application, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. And a great example of of how technology is, is coming and helping in all different kinds of industries, not only those that are in the restaurant industry, like the you know, for the most part, but also those who are benefited by lovely brands like yours. So thank you for that. All right, I'm going to pivot us a little bit, Sheila. We're really focused on the restaurant industry as well, um, and because it's the backbone of America. And like what you were talking about, having multiple different roles and positions, uh, you know, that's how a lot of America enters the workforce. So if you look at industry statistics, women and men enter this industry at the same rate. Basically, 50% of the entry-level positions in the restaurant industry are filled by women. However, only 18% of the C-level positions are filled by women. So tell me, do you see a similar scenario really in nonprofits or how you're looking to, does this seem to resonate with you in the same industry or is this something that you see changing? I definitely see it changing. And I think too, with a lot of nonprofits, you will see a lot of leadership um, from females around the country. And especially in our industry as well, when you're looking at the leadership of Women's Food Service Forum, you know, Chart, Sherm, they're all women-led. Now, MFHA was founded by Jerry Fernandez, who was just amazing. That's another nonprofit. But then you've got female leadership at the top of the NRA Foundation. And we partner with all of these organizations, which is pretty cool. So I'm seeing, too, that there's also learning opportunities. You know, it's like you always lift a hand up to help those around you and to teach them and guide them on. So because you've got to have that succession plan and who can you lead to fill your seat when you move on. That's a great point. That's a great point. Uh, Sheila, tell me, what are some of the things that are challenging you most right now? I would say the greatest challenges because of COVID and the impact on our business every day and loss of revenue for so many different categories that funding has been down a little bit. We were pretty optimistic before 2021 hit that we could achieve some of the funding goals that we received in 2020, which was, let me tell you, more than double of what my goal had been. But this year, it's been a little bit tougher just because of the revenue stream and the challenges in sales for the restaurants that then impact the suppliers. However, we have noticed that if we benchmark against 2019, we're trending 70% ahead of that year, which is the true north for many organizations. So that's positive and that's good. But I would say funding is definitely, and then two, being a very small organization, many of our team members wear multiple hats like many organizations do. So as executive director, I also will wear the hat as chief marketing officer and head of business development. While I might have a corporate partnerships director and I have a consultant who's part-time in marketing, I've still got to lead the calendar, the strategy, the partnerships, you know, and sometimes the messaging and write the content. So that is challenging is, is there really enough time in the day to do everything that needs to happen so we can help more families? So true. I feel like that is definitely something that we've we've noticed a lot here at Xenial and at Global Payments as well. Is just you know there's a lot of there's a lot of work to do and a lot of us have to wear multiple hats. So I completely empathize with you there. 
All right, Sheila, you were chosen because you and what you do is an inspiration to me. I would love to hear who or what inspires you. Oh, wow. You know, I've been inspired by so many leaders in the industry. And I might could just start going down a roll call, but I would miss somebody and I would feel so bad. But, you know, just like there's a book called Dare to Serve by Cheryl Batchelder. And it's about servant leadership. And then always looking at having a purposeful role and knowing that the leaders that I've worked with along the way, you know, when I was especially in distribution, I had leaders and I was in a male dominated industry and they apparently saw potential in me and that's what they would say. And they would bring me into meetings and they would give me opportunities to excel and embrace challenges. So that was pretty exciting. And I always kept wondering, well, why me? And I would ask that question. And they said, because you've got what it takes. I'm like, well, what's that? <laughs> so I have to say that also in this particular role, I had people that believed in me, like the recruiter that put me here, Alice Elliott. And all she said was, they need you. There's this little nonprofit and they need your help. And then when I learned about the mission of the organization and who they were and what they did, I thought, you know, I think I can help these guys out. And I just fully embraced it. Plus, I came back to my hometown of Nashville, which was pretty cool. But then I didn't see much of Nashville for a year because of the lockdown. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm inspired by other leaders that really stay true to their north. And again, our friends at, at Denny's, you know, a good mentor and friend, Ted's Montana Grill. You know, he's been a good mentor and friend and others and people that I would call when I just needed to say, hey, and our friends at Native Foods and to say, you know, I need to talk to somebody or ship these donuts now. You know, what are your thoughts? And people just are willing to listen and to be there and to brainstorm with you. And it's just great. And our friends from formerly Black Box Intelligence and others. But, you know, it's just you call on those heroes around you. And it's amazing. Everybody wants to help each other, which is beautiful. I completely agree with that. That is one of the wonderful things about the restaurant is, you know, a lot of us, once we get in, we never leave. Uh, some of us got in it a little earlier than others, but still it is a, it is a wealth of knowledge and inspiration from, from the leadership that I see a lot as well. All right, Sheila, tell me a little bit about how, if someone wanted to contribute to organization or benefit from it, tell us how they would go about doing that. Oh, wow. Well, first, for any person working in the restaurant industry right now or in a restaurant, any kind of food service operation, that could be a food truck, catering, it could be healthcare accounts, education, sports arenas, or any kind of beverage service, coffee shop, smoothie shop, uh, bar. If you have employees with children, we are a resource for you. You can go to our website, core, C-O-R-E, gives, G-I-V-E-S, dot org. And you can go to the resource center. There's a link at the bottom of the page as communication resources. And you can download the back of the house poster and just put it in your food service or beverage service operation and let your employees know about core. Um, if you are a supplier or any individual, you can donate to core. We also have a partnership structure 
that for any donation from a, um, any organization, it could be a restaurant organization. I've gotten donations from restaurant groups because they believe in what we do. And they know how we're not only helping their employees, but employees in the industry. So we have partnership levels starting at $10,000. And then we have a national thank you ad. We have a few actually in Nations Restaurant News and other publications that if you donate $25,000 or more, you can be included in that national thank you ad. And that really demonstrates your leadership of how you're supporting a cause that's dear to this industry. And it's also important to your operators. And then be anybody. You can go online right now to the volunteer link at coregives.org and sign up to be a volunteer. It's an ambassador. An ambassador just leverages your voice on social media or you engage your company to support CORE or get involved. Or you can even help us out at a conference if we've got a table and tell people just you're a megaphone to tell the industry about CORE. So we have people really in every vertical that sign up to be an ambassador. And then inspired by a team member with Zaxby's, there was a girl in operations that learned about CORE and she learned about our criteria. She worked with a seven unit franchise group and she learned about really what were the qualifications. And she identified 10 employees throughout the year that needed CORE. One employee had a torn Achilles heel and couldn't work, couldn't stand on his feet for six months. Another one had an ACL injury and had to have surgery. One lady had to have two brain surgeries, which I kind of know about. And two other employees had premature births and their babies were in NICU. So they all qualified. Sadly, there was one case of documented domestic abuse. Well, she inspired our operator brand advocate program. So if you're an operator, check it out. And identify people within your organization that can sign up to serve as a brand advocate. And what you do is learn about the core grant criteria in one of our webinar calls. And then you can personally let your employees know they care and help them navigate through the application process. It builds employee loyalty. And it's just, it's a beautiful program. And we're grateful to those that inspire us to develop programs that make us better. I love it. Well, I am excited to announce that I did talk with Global Payments and we are going to match dollar for dollar up to $2,000 per employee for anyone that gives to CORE. So we're going to do some social media posting and things like that, Sheila, but we're super excited. We love what you do and we're thankful for you and your contribution to the restaurant industry. Tama, thank you. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. We're this super is so excited. exciting. I mean, the day after Giving Tuesday, and now we are in end of year giving. So that is so exciting. And you can let your employees know their um, donations are tax deductible as well as yours. And of course, anybody too can go online and donate. Oh, here's another idea. But I'm super excited about that. So let's talk after this and we'll set up a link for you because we can set up a custom link if another company wants to do what Global Pay is doing. And that way we can track the donations from your employees unless you have a system to do that. But B, I think a few of us have been shopping on Amazon lately. Yeah. So go to Smile Amazon or Amazon Smile and choose Core Children of Restaurant Employees. And our logo has a heart with a beverage glass and a fork and a spoon. So it'll be easily identifiable because there are a couple of cores out there. But select us as the charity and we actually get a donation based on your purchase. So that's a You would lot. have gotten a lot of mine after Black Friday, Sheila. So <laughs> good to know. Hopefully it's not too late. 
<laughs> That's great. Great ways to, to celebrate you and to support what you do. So thank you for that. All right, Sheila, if you could put yourself in my shoes, what should I have asked you, but I did not? Oh, wow. Great question. Well, you know, we've talked about who CORE is and what we do. We've talked about some of the resources available. Another way to help us, because we're the best kept secret out there, how can you help us also get the word out about CORE? Well, you can do this any time of year, but next summer especially, we're going to have our Summer of Hope campaign, a personal giving campaign. And then B, we're also doing what we call or conducting our Core Days of Service. So for one week, we're inviting people to go online and download the Core Back of the House posters or order them through our print partner. And there are instructions on our website for that. And then get your teams, have fun, do an employee engagement piece and go to restaurants in your community, close to your headquarters, your corporate offices, or where your employees live in the zip codes where they live. So they can take these posters and tell more people about CORE that we're here as a resource. So again, we're the best kept secret, but not for long. You're going to start seeing our name out there a little bit more, but I mean, we need everybody's help. So no matter if it's you're signing up to be an ambassador, you get your company engaged, you tell your employees about CORE or the restaurants in your community about CORE, that would be super helpful. And even a donation from everybody listening in today is grateful because a little from a lot makes a big difference. And the other fact is our average grant is $2,500. And that makes a big difference. And we do pay for example, our grants may cover rent and mortgage because what we heard from our families is what they truly needed help with were just covering their bills that month when they were not able to work and bring in a check. So we will cover rent and mortgage, utilities, maybe their car payments they can get to treatment or their doctor's appointments, uh, funds for basic necessities, as well as maybe funeral costs or travel to a funeral. There are all kinds of things, prescription costs. So we pay rent and mortgage directly. We do not pass go. It goes straight to the mortgage or rent company. And then B, we have a co-branded Visa gift card. And with that gift card, it's trackable spend. Another new data uh, system that we implemented last year, which is perfect, because we let the families know that they have a grant approved for X amount of dollars. So maybe it's $2,700. And we're going to pay their rent or mortgage of $1,200. And then B, we've got these other approved ex expenses. And they have to sign off on this and say that's how they're going to spend the funds. And we let them know that their Visa gift card is trackable. Now, I may not know the item detail of what they spend it on, but there is some accountability. And they do know that, oh, I'll know that if you spend it at Walgreens on your prescriptions. You know, you're not using it at Bob's Liquor Store. So, so far, we've had really good success that people are truly using the gift cards for what they're intended for, their utility bills and other things. So that's a little bit more of the system. We've got a process in place. I mean, we implemented a whole new way of doing business. So the other thing I'd like to share is when we get an application, we talk to every applicant. We learn more about their story their qualifications. We ask for documentation and then we have a committee meeting once a week in which the cases are presented. This is a new process too. We review them. They're presented. We sometimes question the situation. We look for documentation. You know, we learn more about the case. 
and we also look at average spend. For example, you know, if we're looking at a grocery bill or they've got a baby and they need diapers and formula, or hey, what if they've got a 15-year-old and a 17-year-old son? I think their food bill might be a little bit higher. And we may go, why don't we just up that a little bit on the gift card? And that's and then sometimes they're approved, sometimes they're denied. And sadly, sometimes we do catch fraud. But then we notify the family that their grant has been approved. And then we submit to Blackhawk for the payment of the credit card. And then we process the payment within a week. So that's how CORE works. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sheila. I want to thank my guest, Sheila Bennett, the Executive Director at CORE, for joining us today and helping to continue to inspire me and our listeners as well. We are looking forward to watching the great ways you continue to innovate and inspire your team, Sheila. I also want to thank our audience for joining us. If you want to reach out to me directly, you can email me at tama.looney at zenial.com. That's it for our series today. Tune in as we continue to talk to executives who refuse to just rent their careers and who inspire others to create their own paths, inspire innovation, and make our world a better place. Thank you so much, Sheila. Oh, Tama, thank you so much. And I tell you, you've just warmed my heart today. Thank you so much from the support from Zennial Global Pay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you're going to be able to help more families. So awesome. it'll be a good holiday season for two more families. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Sheila. If you have any questions about what you heard today or would like to suggest a topic or guest for an upcoming episode, we want to hear from you. You can reach us at tablestakes at zenial.com. Tablestakes is produced by Michael Kowalski. Our audio engineer is Joseph Hawk, and I'm your host, Andy Grindstad.